Hey, what's up, guys? Drew here, thatanxietyguy.com. It is a Sunday night, and no one's home except me and the dog, so I'm just chilling in my living room. And I want to take maybe 10 minutes to just clarify um, one or two things, because they've come up in the last week or two, and I think it's probably worth having this up on the channel. So I want to talk about focus and what I'm really focused on, like what my content is all about and what it's not about, because there's been a little bit of confusion about a few things. So... If you're watching me or you're listening to my podcast or you're in the Facebook group, and if you're not, I'll put a link in the video description. Please ask to join the group. Um, it's a great place to be. We're up to 900 people almost at this point. So my focus is really anxiety disorders, right? So we use the term anxiety and it gets thrown around all the time, but it, that's a really wide spectrum. My focus always has been anxiety disorders because that's where I came from. So, you know, I spent much time in my life crippled with things like panic attacks and agoraphobia and I'm not anymore and so I'm basing all of this stuff on, on what has worked for me over the years but I'm really focused more on anxiety disorders so let's talk about what that means and I, I'm talking about a situation where you have began to modify your life to avoid things that you are afraid of and I don't mean that you're afraid of dogs so you won't go to a dog park that's a simple pho phobia I'm talking about you have now modifying your lifestyle because you are afraid of your next panic attack and you are afraid of how you feel when you are anxious you don't like a racing heart you are afraid of the rubber legs you are afraid of being dizzy you are afraid of your anxiety or you are afraid of panic and you are modifying your life to try and get around those things to make them not happen so you don't want to deal with them. Uh, maybe you can't work anymore. Maybe you don't go to school anymore. Maybe you can't drive anymore or, or you can't be by yourself or you can't drive by yourself. Or maybe you've just become like severely agoraphobic. You are trapped in your house. You, you don't travel anymore. Those sort of things. That's what I'm talking about, right? I'm talking about that. So what am I sort of not talking about? I'm talking about just like being human. Um, and, and I know it sounds silly, but let me explain. So there are many, many people walking the earth right now, even as I speak, that live like perfectly normal lives. They go to work, they go to school, they go to dinner, they go out with friends, they have a social life, they have families, they travel. They live what, what we would consider to be pretty normal lives, but they carry around anxiety. And those, that anxiety is usually coupled to specific life situations, money, career, relationships, children, past trauma from childhood or traumatic events that have happened. Like that's, that's like life and people are living relatively normal lives, but yet they may be dealing with anxiety that's based on those specific events. So when your anxiety is linked to specific issues, like that are just sort of part of being human, um, yet you're, but you're not modifying your lifestyle because of it. You're not literally staying home or locking yourself in one room in the house or, or being afraid to drive anymore. If you're, you know, you're just generally anxious about certain issues, that's a different animal, right? So, you know, what does that mean? It means that I'm not really focusing my content for those people, right? I'm not talking about like, I've had a couple of people reach out to me and, and everybody's welcome, right? Everybody's welcome. But um, I'm not going to exclude anybody from the discussion. But I've had some people recently reaching out to me with questions like, I'm afraid to show my true self. Um, or, you know, I'm afraid to let people in. I, I'm not good at relationships. I get anxious over intimacy. And, you know, I, I understand those are real things. Those are real parts of being human for many, many people in the world. But unfortunately, I'm just not a good guy to consult with those things. I'm not talking about that. 
Um, if you're living a pretty normal life, but you're having intimacy and relationship issues, you get anxious when you get intimate. I, I'm not really your guy. You're certainly welcome to join the discussion and everybody's welcome, like I said, but um, that's not really my focus. And so not only is it not the focus of my content, but it's also changes the way you approach things. So I have a very, very strong bias toward cognitive and behavioral therapies and, and techniques where we are approaching the fear. We're trying to undo the fear response so that you are no longer afraid of, of anxiety and panic. You don't have to be. They're not dangerous. So I say it all the time. We're really concerned more. You know, my content is concerned with like stop the bleeding. So you have somebody who is, is crippled by panic attacks and they're modifying and making their life much smaller because they're afraid of the next panic attack. They don't want it to happen. Then, you know, that person is in a bad spot. And, and first I want to stop the bleeding and get that person back on their feet. And we do that through exposure and learning to face fear and unmasking, you know, the fear as being baseless because there's really no danger in a panic attack. And I rely very heavily on the work of an Australian um, doctor from the 50s and 60s named Dr. Claire Weeks. So a lot of my things are based on what she wrote. I didn't invent any of this. I'm just guiding people through it. And um, that stuff worked for me. So yes, you're going to find that I have a very strong bias toward the work of Dr. Weeks and cognitive and behavioral approaches to this problem. If you are in an anxiety disorder situation, panic disorder, agoraphobia, monophobia, you have crippling health anxiety, those sort of things, yeah, I'm kind of talking to you. And I feel that my my approach to this, which is what got me out of my mess when I was in those things, is really helps. It works. We have mountains and mountains of clinical evidence that say that cognitive behavioral approaches to anxiety disorders are the best interventions we have, including medication. So as effective as meds short-term, more effective long-term and no side effects. However, I don't focus at all, generally speaking, and we get into some conflict sometimes like in the forums because of this. Um, I'm not a proponent of things like hypnosis, EMDR, EFT, NLP, you know, just analysis, talking to a therapist. We're going to try and find the trauma that I experienced when I was 10 years old that's causing my panic attacks. It's not horribly effective. And I know this because of what happens in the real world. We have tremendous amounts of clinical evidence going back over decades and decades of, of psychology and behavioral sciences that say if you are in the grips of an anxiety disorder and it is ruling your life, you are modifying your behavior because you are afraid of anxiety and panic, then doing those things, talking to a therapist about trauma is not effective. It's not. First, we want to stop the bleeding and we do that with a cognitive behavioral approach. Then at some point in time when you're ready, by all means, start to talk about emotional you know, and trauma type things and, and go for it. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But if you are just generally anxious about life, yet you are not modifying your life because of it, then yes, you may benefit more on like emotionally based therapies, just traditional talk therapy where you're talking to a therapist about your issues and you're just, you're trying to, you're digging, you're uncovering, you're processing. Yes, there's value in that stuff. I agree 100%. But in the case of people who are crippled with anxiety disorders, where it's literally causing them to modify their life and make life smaller and smaller to avoid things they don't have to really be afraid of, but they are, uh, then yeah, uh, I make no apologies for my cognitive behavioral approach. So I wanted to clarify that because people are coming at me sometimes for, for assistance uh, in areas that I really don't have any 
any necessarily knowledge of or focus in. And, you know, and I'll always tell you that. I'll be the first guy to tell you, like, yeah, I'm not really your guy. There are probably other places to go. But uh, that being said, everybody's certainly welcome to the discussion. That's fine. But I just wanted to make sure that we are sure, like, this is where my focus is. So if you're looking at, at my content and the surrounding communities for help, you, at least you know you're in the right place. And maybe it also helps you understand why sometimes I am, I am a bit harsh. I, I am not a shrinking violet in any way. I be, can be very blunt and brutal about what I think is right and what is not right. And, and sometimes I sort of trample all over those other things like hypnosis and, and psychoanalysis and, and that sort of stuff. And that, there's, that's why. That's why I'm trying to keep it focused on what I know works for the specific situations that I'm talking about. All right. So that's the deal. Uh, what do I got here? About eight minutes. That's cool. I didn't ramble. I didn't want to ramble at you. Um, I appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate you like checking out the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. If you like the video, hit the like button, subscribe, all that stuff. Leave a comment if you need to. Follow the link to the Facebook group. It's a really good place to be. By all means, join. Everybody's welcome over there. It's a great discussion, great group of people. And um, I think that's it. Um, I appreciate you coming by and giving me like nine, ten minutes of your time. And I, I guess I'll see you in the next video.